Hello and welcome to Finance, Energy and Beyond, brought to you by Stanbrook Consulting, a specialist recruitment consultancy for the finance and energy markets. I'm your host Jack Hopper and in this episode I'm joined by Carl Collins, business and management student at University of York. Carl talks about his experience working at IBM and how he got involved in the DE&I team as well as setting up an African-Caribbean community at his university. I hope you enjoy. Kyle, welcome. Hey, Jack. How are you? You all right? Really good, thanks. Thanks for joining us, Kyle. Um, for the benefit of, of the audience, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and, and a bit of an introduction, please? Yeah, so my name's Kyle Collins. Um, so I'm currently a university student in my final year. I'm studying a business and management degree, as well as that I'm currently working as a marketing executive currently. Um, so I've got previous work experience in marketing, consulting and sales, and um, previously completed an internship at IBM. And then, um, yeah, I just have a general interest around technology and business and the intersection between it all. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, IBM. How, how, did you, how did you get into that? Um, so yeah, IBM, when I was there, I, I was an intern, so I got in there via their placement scheme. Um, so I applied for this during my, my second year of university. Um, when I first heard about kind of placement schemes, I knew this was an invaluable experience that I had to kind of get on my CV if it meant I was going to be successful in kind of landing that great role coming out of university. Um, so yeah, as part of the application process, I completed multiple stages, um, the standard sharing your CV details, situational questions, and an assessment centre. Um, I had quite a good time at the assessment centre, I'd say. Um, I was quite happy with what was thrown my way in a day in terms of the activities and stuff. And um, yeah, I ended up getting offered the internship role two days later. Wow. And, and, and uh, how was your time at IBM? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was great at IBM. I think it's one of them companies where you hear IBM, you think of kind of that that back in the day kind of view of them creating companies and being so technical, which they are definitely a technical company. But me having no technical background, um, mm. it was still quite a good um, and great experience for me um, being there and getting a chance to be technically curious, but not as technical. Um, so, yeah, that was a real great experience. Yeah, good experience for you. And uh, I wanted to touch on before before your time when you got into IBM. Um, I know we've had a conversation previously, but my understanding is that in terms of like the, the Russell's Group University, you you somehow got in with, without any A levels. Can you just tell me a bit bit about bit about that? Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I have no A levels. Um, it was kind of a strange one for me getting into university. And the reason I say that is because I was never going to go to university. Um, as a first generation student, university student myself, it's just something that I never really quite had visibility of. I didn't have a complete understanding on what I could get from university. Um, dropping out of college, um, as I said, I have no A-levels, that kind of demotivated me further and reinforced that bit of a niggling feeling in me that education or schooling maybe wasn't for me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, after college, I did about two years of jobs. Um, kind of like those proper admin type roles, printing and packing, reaper graphics. And yeah, at some point I kind of began to feel trapped um, in a cycle or like a box, professionally more so, that I knew I kind of had to escape. And mm. um, 
yeah, I could see being the inevitable or the road that was coming my way, even though I had proven myself, I'd say, to be working at a much higher level. Um, so yeah, after two years of doing those kind of roles and having that kind of um, kick up the backside moment, um, I, I kind of went to universities, had a look what I could get into. Um, so I applied to Arden University in Manchester and they gave me a chance to study business there. And um, yeah, that's all I needed from there. I finished my first year. That was my foundation year and applied to the best business schools from there by direct personal emails. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I couldn't register on UCAS and then um, that was because I had zero A-levels. Um, and yeah, my foundation year wasn't suitable to give me points in the criteria, allow me to attend university. So um, yeah, I built my own application via email, looked at what an application consisted of and what UCAS would send to a a university and kind of replicated that without obviously the necessary um kind of credentials in terms of grades um so yeah i wrote my my application to demonstrate my skills through my work experience and my enthusiasm to succeed in business um shortly after that the university of york got back to me and they said they love my application and approach and yeah three years later i'm now completing my final year of undergraduate here Wow, that's a great story and well done for being so persistent. And I think it's going to lead on quite nicely to like what we're going to talk about today because the reason we've got you on the podcast is to talk about Black History Month because you've been doing some some great stuff within within your community and especially at your university um, for Black Networks. And um, I think let's start off with like this question. So what what does Black History Month mean to you? Yeah, so um, um, Black History Month is something that I'd say, um, something that's become necessary for the Black community um, to be recognised for our resilience to continue to overcome barriers, um, but to also highlight kind of success that's happening in the community. Mm. Um, I think we hear about the stats showing about kind of how the unfair the landscape is for Black professionals to navigate um, things like um, less than 1% of teachers in the UK being black women, um, the tech sector being only 3% um, are black individuals. Um, so, yeah, we always kind of hear these percentages, but I think it's also important during Black History Month to highlight the 1%, the 3%, and really hear their stories and showcase that. Mm. Sort of stuff. Um, so I think that's what it's really about for me. I, I really enjoy hearing about successes in different different kinds of measures and where people are kind of breaking those barriers and kind of the, the hidden figures, almost the hidden stories that of people that are um, breaking the barriers and achieving success, which on the scale only will look like 1%. But I think it's really important during Black History Month to, to put a microscope on them people, them stories, and yeah, really understand how, how they're doing and what they're doing and the kind of remarkable stories they're creating from it. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. And um, what one 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 thing I wanted to touch on is like, so you you done you done an internship at IBM. Yeah. But you 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 you're only there on an internship, right? But you did get involved in some DNI stuff at IBM as well. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, I did. So um, yeah, it, it's probably not um kind of the most common um role for an intern to do, but. Yeah, it was something that I was really enthusiastic about doing um, once I joined IBM. 
Um, someone actually reached out to me and asked me if it was something that I'd be interested in getting involved in. And um, yeah, I kind of jumped out with both hands. I think it's something that I enjoy doing um, naturally in whatever kind of I do, which is connecting people, the team, and then ensuring we've got a good kind of atmosphere for everyone to kind of collaborate and do whatever they're doing. Um, so the fact that this was for my community in particular uh, made it just that much more special. So um, yeah, whilst at IBM I had the chance and um, the pleasure of leading IBM's early professional black community as EP Embrace Black Community Lead, um, as well as that working with within the core team of um, IBM's Black Business Resource Group. Um, so what a business resource group is, it's a group that will be for a specific community, such as a black community or the Asian community, which is sponsored by the company to tackle certain issues. And um, the IBM Black BRG focusing on improving kind of black retention and providing those meaningful opportunities to the community. So, um, yeah, whilst working in DNI IBM, I was able to reactivate one of IBM's early professional communities. Um, this involved hosting probably over 10 events over the year, setting up a mentorship scheme, um, which is still going strong, and taking the lead on IBM's Black History Month agenda in the UK, um, UK and Ireland for last year. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a great, great kind of team of people that I had the chance mm -hmm. to work with and people in that space got to learn from, um, not just in the black community, but so many other communities with their own stories and to see that kind of progression and journey of growth. Um, and yeah, it was great kind of leaving IBM at the end of my internship, knowing that things such as the mentor, mentorship scheme will live on and continue to kind of keep the community connected. And I think that that's what the point is of all this stuff is to provide those opportunities but also to connect everyone and bring that inclusive element to everything that we're doing. Absolutely. I think allyship is so important. Um, but when we when we had the conversation previously and you were telling about the stats uh, yeah. of representation of black individuals in, in the tech industry, it's, it's, it's alarming, right? It's um, quite yeah. scary in terms of the percentages. And I think the work that you've done there, even if you were there for a short period of time, um, just kudos to you. And, we need we need we need action now, right? So you 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 you've kind of come in and you've um you've done some stuff, but the, the journey needs to continue to go on. Absolutely. But yeah, well done. And 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 one of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you is about um the the society that you set up at your uni. Can you tell uh, can you tell the audience a bit about this? Yeah, so um at, at my uni, I've taken on the remit of president of the University of York's African Caribbean Society. Um, so this is one of the, the many societies that are run within our university. Some can be around different things, um, being mainly around cultural aspects and themes. Um, so, yeah, I'm currently leading a, a team of 10. Um, and I think it, it's one of those that a lot of unis have an African-Caribbean society. But being that we are in York, um, where there is kind of very minimal black presence or engagement, it means that the work we're doing at ACS is harder to execute, um, but also means that it's that much more important, um, more important for the black students that are here to ensure that they have a safe space um, for attracting new black students, but for also everyone in general, um, again, to give that inclusive kind of perspective and experience for everyone that comes to the university um, to meet all different types of people. So, um, yeah, we're doing some really great work over there, me and the team. Um, we've got a Black History Month event 
at the end of this month with speakers from the likes of IBM, BlackRock, and yeah, we also have some other great stuff coming up over the year with some of our partners. Yeah, well done for for doing that. I think you told me the story about how where you was at you was at school and you looked left and right and there was um, other individuals that are maybe from similar backgrounds and you you come to university and there wasn't and yeah. um, and 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 there's not there's not a massive population of black black individuals um, in in the University of York. So um, for you to bring people together and make them feel comfortable, I think that's a it's a really great achievement. So so well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, just as you said, there's not really the highest number of representation there. And that's why I think it makes uh, kind of the work as well just that much sweeter. And um, yeah, w- once we see the results and stuff, it will really be um, yeah, a good job that the team's done. And you're paving, the, you're paving the way for the next generation, right? Because there may be some individuals across the UK, uh, young young black individuals who go to the University of York and, and, and don't see individuals that look similar to those. Um but but knowing that there is a community that, that you've set up, more people may actually decide to go to the University of York. So so well done. And and, and one of my other questions I wanted to ask you was: uh, so you've recently been nominated for a, a Black British Business Award. Can can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I have. Um, so um, yeah, that's um, an incredible honour for me at the moment. Um, I'm still a bit kind of speechless, to be honest. <laughs> an award which just from what I've seen in particular it's seen some real kind of characters in the black British business scene win um the people like Stephen Bartlett um sure you know Trevor McDonald McDonald um mm. yeah to think I'm a finalist of one of these awards and part of this collective of the best talent in the UK um yeah it's really gives me hope but also reassurance that you know, I'm on a good path and I can be happy with what I'm doing, but also it can inspire others. As you said, I think it's so important to think about the next generation and people like my nieces, my nephews, or the people mm. coming next. I want to make sure that, you know, they're not the first generation um, and they've got that kind of foundation and pillar and support coming up when they do. So, um, yeah, it's it's a real honour. Um, we have the award show coming up next week and, yeah, I'm really excited to attend that, enjoy the night and just hear the stories in the room, what people are doing to pave the way and, yeah, keep moving forward. Yeah, congratulations. And in my eyes, you're a winner already, right? So uh, it, it, it kind of doesn't matter if there's an individual that wins it, just uh, you've got a group of people there that are being recognised for, for the work that they're doing. I think it's fantastic. So um, I hope you have a really, I hope you have a really nice night and, and uh, massive congratulations. Thank you, Jack. Carl, we've got a bit of a closing tradition on this podcast. Yeah. Can you name someone within your black network who's really inspired you and tell us why? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's so hard when you get this one. It's like, who do I name? Who do I go for? (laughs) I think just in terms of the conversation that we've been talking about as well, in particular, that next kind of generation of talent and rising stars, I think someone I have to give a shout out to is Nathan John. Um, so he's a professional at IBM, he's an apprentice who's absolutely smashing it over there. Um, even though he's an apprentice, he's making a big name for himself. He's also taking a lead in IBM's early professional black community at the moment, getting involved with the black network over there. And as well as that, he's also up for an award himself soon, for the Cultural Award. So yeah, Nathan, John, definitely a, a name to remember. And yeah, give him a shout out because he's doing some really great work over there and He's absolutely one of them ones that are paving the way for not only the generation now, but the next one. 
Brilliant. Thank you for sharing, Kyle. Look, I, I thank you for your time. You're doing some really great stuff. I wish you the, the best with uh, the rest of your studies and uh, whatever your next step is in your career. But um, at the moment, thank you and I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. Keep in touch, mate.